good everybody it's your boy slick rob no introduction needed let's just get straight to it yeah man this is our black history month episode it's february shortest one here but he's still here it's black history month baby and as y'all know this podcast is all black and so of course we gotta shed light on black history month and this episode is centered around black history month and we're gonna we've got a topic our top five black heroes um we're gonna talk about today but first let's get into a little bit of business you catch us on instagram at quattro geez wrong thing sorry guys you can get us on instagram at cafeteria talk official you can catch us on twitter at cafeteria talk if you haven't listened to us on apple Podcasts, feel free to give us five star ratings and reviews we love that thank you so much slick rob yes sir it's time y'all boys it is time it is time to give y'all something for the culture, for the revolution. All right, let me chill. But anyway, <clears throat> I'm a, I must kick this off with the put on segment. Your boys, I'm being so Gucci and ghetto as hell. That's you know that's how they say we be. But anyway, the put on segment. Anything that we recently watched, read, eaten, tasted. Well, yeah, eaten, tasted, same thing. Made that that we think you, the people, the people, should check out. And I'm going to go first, um, oldest to youngest. And I'm going to put y'all on a couple things. I'm going to put y'all on a person and a show. And the person, well, I'm going to put the show I'm going to put y'all on is Naomi on um, The CW. Um, produced by Ava DuVernery and directed by, who directed it? I, I just forgot her name. Like, literally, I just looked it up, too. So I got to go back real quick. But as I'm looking at that, the person I'm putting y'all on is Marseille Martin, y'all. Like, mm. bruh. Like before we did this episode, um, while we were setting up this episode, I I was on Instagram and I saw she was live. She's dropping something called Marie by Marseille, mm-hmm. and it's like a nail, cl- it's some nail stuff for like girls and all that. And like, can we just appreciate Marseille, like Marseille Martin for a minute, y'all? Like, let's give her her flowers, like for real. Like, she is a she's produced and starred in movies. She has been one of the most funny acclaimed comedies that's won Hello Awards in Blackish. She's been on Mixed Dish and all that, like the whole shebang. But like, this girl is in her bag. Like, she is one of the most successful young black women in the world right now, and she is not even hit yeah. twenty. Mm. She thinks she's seventeen, seventeen or eighteen, one of the other. Damn, Marshawn Martin, seventeen. Wow. She's either seventeen or eighteen, and this girl is changing the game. Like. This is like I haven't like just watching her live. Um, I was just in awe at how like young and like how powerful this little girl is. Like, we don't give her a lot of credit. Like, she really like she like a lot of the older heads talk about 
like a lot of the older women and men in the entertainment industry talk about Marseille Martin is the next big thing. But like, bro, like, like for people like around our age and people younger, like y'all, y'all should really like, I'm pretty sure she's inspires a lot of girls, but I don't hear her talked about enough by like people like I know around my brother's age, around like your siblings age about how powerful Marseille Martin is like to be doing that at that mm-hmm. time, that age. Like I want to give her her flowers now. Put, I'm putting y'all on Marseille Martin, bro. Anything Marseille Martin, check it out. Like TV shows, her nail, her nail thing that's been a drop. Like, check that little girl out, bro. She's doing big things. She's a producer. She owns her own company. Hello, like, hey, bro. The sky's the limit for Marseille Martin. But anyway, finally found the directors for Naomi. Um, um, they've had different episodes, and different person has directed the episodes. Stephanie Turner. Amanda Marcellius, Jermaine Davis, Sheldon Candace. I know him from this thing on Hulu and Nima Barnett. They've directed episodes of Naomi, but of course it was produced and written by Ava DuVernay. Ava DuVernay. I call her DuVernay. It's DuVernay, DuVernay, one of the others, and I keep forgetting which one it is. But man, she created this show to inspire little black girls to be superheroes. And our episode, our, this episode's about like, black superheroes even though they're not metaphorical real superheroes like but like our personal superheroes but this is actually a really cool show i've it's going on right now i've been staying up on every episode and it's pretty awesome and ava duvernay i believe believe, it's gotta be duvernay she did something incredible with this for the cw and for the dc comics honestly like Mm. taking a young not well-known like character and this show is going to help inspire many comics and many iterations of Naomi, so I can't wait to see what this show does for the DC lore and DC in general, because DC universe is very like expanding with this whole multiverse thing and all that, and like I can't wait to see what they do like with this character, especially considering she's black and she's a girl. That's gas. So yeah, y'all check out Naomi on the CW, and check out anything Marseille Martin, y'all. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. My put on is a lot more raunchy than your put on. I'm putting on the 2019 film Hustlers. Recently, we watched that film starring uh, Constance Wu, Jennifer Lopez, Lily Reinhardt, Kiki Homer. It's such a good movie. It's got such a great story, great acting, great visuals. Like, I really, really, like, I give it five stars on Letterboxd, this this watch around. Like, I really enjoyed that movie. And, like, I've talked about it before uh, at length with you. I've talked about it at length with Ty. But just that movie is so good for so many reasons. And just a, a fun rewatch, uh, for sure. So um, that's my put on. You can catch it on HBO Max. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so check out um, Hustlers if you have not already. But let's get into it. Our top five black heroes like i said before it's black history month and we are all black men so we you know we are in tune uh with our history and the people that we look up to and of course you know we gotta let's list our top five people that we look up to black heroes they can be dead they can be alive um they these are all real people doing real things and so stick around i think i'm gonna let you go ahead and start us off on number five Number five for me, um, like I said, y'all, this is a, this are our personals, like me and Quattro's personals. And um, for number five for me, um, I'm putting this lady on because um, 
ever since I moved here to Atlanta, I've been hearing her name, and I was hearing her name a lot around the election and years prior to that. I'm putting y'all on Stacey Abrams, y'all. Like, like Stacey Abrams, like, I... It's been a while since I've seen a black lady in politics really really show her ass and get at it with these people with these um this whitewash system y'all like she really has been pushing for because george has been having this issue with um obviously um the registration and all that when it comes to voting and she has been fighting for that and um she's a you know an alumni of spelman college and she's just she's a former representative she's gunning to be the governor of georgia in a couple years i believe so mm -hmm. so i can't wait it was to stolen from her the last time yeah, without question. And I can't wait to see how this goes. I want I want to meet her one of these days. Like I'm in love with what she's doing, really fighting for the culture and fighting for women's rights, black people's rights and like like for the community and like trying to better this community here in Atlanta and the whole state of Georgia. Like I am really impressed with um Stacey Abrams and like she's a she's a democrat that has takes a very different approach than a lot of democrats do. And like that's what also, it's like is eye opening to me about her is how she goes about how she wants to fix the system. She just doesn't want she wants she doesn't just want to help the poor people. She wants to help the middle class people and help get the rich people to where they actually should be, and like, and get the poor well the poor people to where they should be the middle class where they should be. She wants to get a good playing field for everyone to be able to benefit here in America, and I just, I. I'm I'm in, I'm in awe, and I still can't believe what when she straight up went to that um went to that court and was like um sir, sir, I need you to just look let let me speak yes this is ridiculous I was like oh I'm like oh oh, oh hold on now, like it reminded me of when um 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 VP Kamala Harris was like I'm speaking like like the presence that she zooed in that court case fighting for the voting rights was so beautiful and like. I just was like, bruh, this lady is, she's a pioneer for black women, for black people, and for America, honestly. Like, talk about what a politician should be. Stacey Abrams is one of them. And y'all, Stacey mm. Abrams is one of my superheroes. She's not my number five, y'all. Like, shout out to Stacey I Abrams. I love it. My number five is um is a, is a is a weird one for me. And when I was looking at this list, I was like, I have to add this list, add them to this list. Because I, I criticized them a lot, actually. Um but I just can't deny the things that he that he's done for the for the community, and it's none other than number six on the Lakers, LeBron James, man. Um, LeBron James solely for, not solely, but biggest reason the I Promise School. Um, it's been my dream for a very long time to open a school one day, and LeBron James has done that, and he did it in the inner city, he did it in his home in Akron, Ohio. Um, and these kids, man, they get three square, two square meals a day, uniforms, uh, free transportation within two miles of the school, um, and so many more other things, resources, STEM programs that LeBron has done. Not only has he been on, great on the court, he's, you know, gone through his career with very little scandal, really representing himself well. He hasn't stepped out on the of his wife. His kids are great. Uh, you know, his, his son had a little snafu with that, smoking weed on live. But, I mean, at this point, who cares? But um, <laughs> LeBron James really just seems like a really good dude and, and continuing to be an example for the culture. Um, you know, people, you know, there's a GOAT conversation, him, Michael Jordan, and all that. 
And I, one thing he definitely has over Michael Jordan is his, his impact on, not impact, but his, um, what he does for the culture. Because Michael Jordan was one of those, like, hey, I, I'm a basketball player. That is what I do. I play basketball. He didn't really use his platform the way that, you know, a lot of athletes use their platforms now. And LeBron James, um, you know, he'll speak out and he, he, you know, he brings, he sheds light on the issues uh, affecting the black community and, and, and other problems like that. So LeBron James is definitely uh, a hero. And I, I, he's not like him as a basketball player as well, but he just, he's one of black superiors for sure. For yeah. sure. I love the LeBron pick. He's an honorable mention for me because, mm-hmm. you know, I always would say Jordan over Braun, but Braun definitely got Jordan beat with how much he cares for the community. Michael Jordan has done a little bit of things, but it hasn't been really publicized. And plus, he didn't really want it to be publicized. And he he just has a different approach. But yeah, Braun is so serious. Like, I love, like, the I Promise School. That's one of my favorite things about LeBron. That's why yeah. I have so much respect for him. But my number four, y'all, I'm surprised he is kind of low considering how much influence he has like on me as like a filmmaker um upcoming but Spike Lee y'all like mm. G, like Spike Lee he revolutionized filmmaking to a to like a point that is like in the words of Tony Stark no, in the words of um Doctor Strange, hitherto undreamt of. <laughs> like he really is just one of those staples and those guys that just straight up is like he's like that. And I love the films like the films he make has a message. He is serious about the community. He is serious about his about the roots of African American history and he tells it in every last one of his movies. My favorite movie from him surprisingly is not do the right thing it was but when the black the black clansman is my favorite movie by him mm. like it that watching that movie man really did was like bruh this is like that's it like that he that's my favorite movie by spike lee to the really to quick this. before you move on i actually actually don't like do the right thing to be honest i i need to re, i need to rewatch it again i actually really don't like that movie uh school days is my favorite spike lee oh movie. school day it yeah it goes it go like it used to be do the right thing then um was school days number three or number two it was either two or three but it was like do the right thing it was school days and then i think it was oh no actually spike didn't direct that he just produced that he didn't produce um he didn't he didn't um direct um american skin um what's his name did but um i think yeah it was one of those but yeah it goes black clansmen do the right thing school days and then i can't remember my number four right now but She's got to have it. Yeah, she's got to... Yeah, I think it's she's got to have it. But, like, man. Like, Spike, he really does tell good messages. And he has a strong... And he's going to make you see his point and how he feels. Mm -hmm. And it's very thought-provoking. And he's, like, an advocate. And I love Spike Lee, man. One of the goats. I'm going to forward you, uh, actually, uh, Fly Guy Tyler, Bracken B, wrote a cheap plug. Um, he actually wrote a, a good paper about school, uh, not school day. He really wrote, he wrote a really good paper about, uh, right thing. And I'll, I'll definitely forward that to you. I think you'll, uh, I think you'll enjoy that one. Bet. Yeah, I definitely will. Yeah. Spike. Spike Lee. That's a good pick, man. I actually almost made my list. Um, but I, I definitely agree. One of the greatest filmmakers of all time, um, just for the culture, his, his, his work really speaks to the problems that affect the black, black people in America. 
and in the world. And I really love that about Spike Lee's work. So great pick. Next pick is another entertainer. Um, and actually, this pick was almost Beyonce. But I believe there would be no Beyonce or Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, uh, be Lizzo, any, there wouldn't be any of these women if it wasn't for Nina Simone. There women before Nina Simone. But Nina Simone is my pick. I kind of gave it away, but I'm sorry. Nina Simone is my pick. One of the greatest singers of all time. This performers. Uh, not only was she amazing behind the microphone, she was just a force uh, when it came to sights and, you know, being really outspoken and just really, really shedding light on the problems. And what was crazy, I watched a documentary about her um, on Netflix called uh, What Happened, Miss Simone. And, you know, they talked about she had bipolar disorder. But at the time, you know, that was not something that we knew a lot about. It was not something that was diagnosed regularly. Um, so Nina Simone, you know, had her own mental mental uh, setbacks going on with her. She had a drinking problem and, and stuff like that. And Nina Simone really just rose above it in so many ways and just was a trailblazer for uh, modern entertainment. And, of course, you know, everybody knows birds flying high you know how i feel like bro one of the greatest songs of all time man she's amazing i love nina simone i listen to all of her music like i love nina simone and i love what she's done for the, for black people so that's my number four pick nina simone man like honestly i don't feel like she gets talked about enough man that's a good pick for real yeah like bro, like you know, damn Nina Simone, man. Yeah, a lot of people forget who Nina Simone is. A lot of people actually don't know who Nina Simone is. That's crazy. You need but to figure it out <laughs> ASAP. What you need to do. I need yeah. that ASAP. Figure that out ASAP. You feel me? My number three, man. We he had to make this list because he, man, his his body of work, the way his life, the way he carried himself, mm. still hits me to this day. Considering that he died a couple years ago, but Chadwick Boseman, man, like couple years man it's been that long he oh it's only same year as kobe it's only been a year and a half but he died august um i believe august 20th 20 wow. 2020 if i'm not mistaken i still like like there isn't a day that doesn't go by that i just think about who chadwick was like outside yeah. of black outside of black panther yeah outside of just even outside of course um 42 like Outside of Marshall, outside of um, a movie like 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 outside of um, Miami's Black Bottom, the Five Blood, like outside of those movies he's done, like this man was so unapologetically black. He graduated from Howard University, HBCU. He, I think most of the people that I did on this list went to an HBCU. Well, I'm not sure. I highly doubt it. But he was so. He was so he had power. He was a very like when he was in the room, you felt his presence. Everyone that came in close contact with him while he was here on this earth always said he was a beacon of light and you were happy to be around him. He wasn't that typical stereotype that they like to put us in that we're loud, that we're ghetto, that we're raunchy. Chadwick was eloquent, intelligent. A lot of people said beautiful, strong, black, like like when you say black is beautiful, I think about Chadwick Boseman because that's literally mm. like he was he was that, and you know him wow. him portraying T'Challa really did something for the community, and like his impact on the entertainment industry and on the community is something that as for an actor I thought I'd never see like as an actor like Denzel, 
you know, there's no Black Panther without Denzel Washington, but Denzel Washington even says Chadwick really was doing something for the community and he was going too soon. And he left so much, like, he could have been doing so much more, but what he did on this earth will definitely always be appreciated by me because he inspired me to really continue to go in the industry because I know I'm like, if he could do it, I could do it. And I think, I think it all, I think of it all the time. Thank Chadwick, I thank God for creating Chadwick Boseman because that man was a goat. Mm. That's number number three, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, man, it, it's still almost a year and a half later, like you said. Isn't doesn't feel real that Chadwick Boseman is not on this earth with us anymore. But like you said, the way he carried himself in the in the way that he just exuded black excellence is is unmatched, man. It's it's crazy. Like I, I really enjoy all of his work. He brought greatness and excellence to everything he did, and that's why I think your pick for number three was perfect. Moving on for me, my number three is a personal uh, hero of mine. I, I really admire him. I love the way he does things. He got a little ego on him, but, uh, you know, I, I've always enjoyed the things he does. And he he's just generally seems like a nice guy, a giving guy. And he does everything. He puts his best foot forward in everything he does. And that's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I've uh, always been a fan of The Rock. I think, man, what's my first memory of Dwayne Johnson? My God. Uh Like real memory was maybe like when he was on Disney Channel for a couple things. Like I wasn't I, I wasn't in a wrestling when he was wrestling. I didn't know he was a wrestler until uh very late. Um but um when he was on Disney and like his early movies or some or stuff I watched him in. But like since um him main eventing at WrestleMania, I've you know become a follower of, of The Rock and I've seen the things he does. He has tons of businesses. Uh, he's got Zoa, he's got Seven Bucks Productions. He's got hella movies, hella TV shows. They're not all great, but, you know, he does his thing. And literally everything he's in is the number one in all categories. And his MB, in his NBC show, uh, Young Rock, was actually really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, but Dwayne Johnson, man, just a great guy. The way he loves people. And Terramana Tequila, another one of his businesses, um, which I want to try. Um, but the, he's just a giving guy. Like, I, he, I always see him on screen giving out trucks to, to the troops and giving out stuff and He's also a, a a girl dad. He's got a he's got two girls. Um, uh, just really good dude, man. Like any one of the most electrifying people ever. Like his energy seems so cool. Like he's all about like being your best self, and that's and Dwayne Johnson just great example of that. And the way he's just so transparent with his fans, like when his like when his dad died and how transparent he was about that and how he felt. Just great dude, man. Great dude. And I I think my favorite rock role. I, th I got to say, I love him as Luke Hobbs. Luke Hobbs is that guy. I feel like Luke Hobbs is my inner, like, personality for real. Like, if I wanted to walk around like Luke Hobbs every day, y'all would hate me. But, like, that's who I, in my head, believe myself to be. Like, the greatest nigga walking on two feet. <laughs> but, <Bruh. laughs> what yeah. do you think, bro? Man, talking about The Rock, bro. My first memory of The Rock is... It was a WWE moment. It was, um... I believe it was back in 2006 because that's mm -hmm. when I really started really watching wrestling because I was watching wrestling since I was like a baby because my dad always, if it wasn't for my dad, I wouldn't know much about wrestling. But like when I was, I think it was about 2006, I was watching, um, it was, I was watching an episode, I believe of Raw and someone mentioned The Rock. No, they would do flashbacks of old Raw episodes and The Rock was on it with Stone Cold. Yeah. And I saw that and I was like, oh, it was the Rock and Stone Cold. They were having this moment where they like drunk beer together or something. And then 
Stone Cold Stone at the Rock. It was very fluid. <laughs> and so, but like, and then like not too long later after that, probably a couple years later, 2008 goes around and as his dad, Rocky Johnson, got inducted into the Hall of Fame. That was the second, well, The Rock at the time, he had did the game plan at, around that time. And that's the second time I saw The Rock was in the game plan. And seeing The Rock do the game plan, then inducting his dad into the Hall of Fame, I went back, that's when I went back and watched a lot of his matches. And I was just like, man, this guy's an entertainer. Like, this guy, mm -hmm. he's very good. He's very entertaining. And seeing his growth and hearing his story about having seven bucks in his pocket to not making it to the NFL, but being able to make it into wrestling and then being able to be an actor and now own now own Seven Bucks Productions, own the XFL, yeah. all that. Like, shout out to The Rock. The Rock is that guy. And hard, he's, he's the definition of hard work can get you anywhere. It takes faith and hard work to get you anywhere. And yeah, The Rock's that guy. I, I like your pick. Like, your pick is probably spot on for me. Thank but, you. Thank you. My number two, man, is he was number one for a while. But my number two is the greatest, I think the greatest performance for me of all time, Michael Jackson. I agree. Yep. He, ah, oh, geez. <laughs> he literally, I know a lot of people, there's that big controversial thing about if he bleached his skin or if he really did have a skin disorder or whatever. Separate, like I always say, separate the person from the art. I always try my best to do that, but it's not easy to do that living in this world, especially in cancel culture. Yeah. But Michael Jackson, one thing you could not take away from Michael Jackson is blackness. And people try to. People mm -hmm. try to take away Michael's blackness all the time. Michael himself probably tried to take away his blackness, considering he kept yeah. getting his face done and all that, fixing his nose down, not... And then he has different... I don't know. When he died, the nigga looked white as hell. So I don't know. But Michael Jackson literally is one of the greatest performers of all time. He inspired so many. His energy was felt around the world. He was an icon around the world. And for the community, he was a definition of we can be impactful. We are, we are beautiful. We are bright. We are vibrant. We are powerful. And one of my favorite Michael Jackson memories will always be they don't care about us. Now, I was a little... I was a real little baby. All I gotta say is that they don't really care about but us. When he died, and I went back and my first time going to see that video was when he died, because the only things I knew Michael Jackson for was beat it. Well, it was old Michael. I didn't know much about new Michael, like basically after the transformation. Well, after bad, I didn't know much about, I didn't listen to any of that Michael Jackson music until after he died. But when I heard they don't care about us in history, because I'm a big history geek, y'all, and he was a strong advocate for history in black community. And, when he straight up was like, all I want to say is that they don't care about us. Those lyrics, that song in general still correlates. And it still literally is in this day, bro. Like, especially after everything that happened a, a couple years ago and all that, bro. Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson, so influential. And his words are still carrying on to this day. His music still goes on to this day. And he is a staple in the entertainment world and the world in general. There would never be another Michael Jackson. And... That's why he's one of my, that's why he's my number two superhero. I agree, man. It's crazy. I look at pictures of like old Michael Jackson shows and I mean, people are packed to the gills, man. Like they are to see one man. They ain't no, this ain't no ensemble. This ain't no band, boy group. This ain't the Beatles. It is one person they are all there to see. And that's Michael Jackson. Michael. That's insane. 
For yes. one person, Michael Jackson. Just one. And just the way his music, man, like ain't nobody making, nobody made music before that like that. And nobody making music after like that. Like just to transcend and just, uh, what? Like it honestly, it, 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 I love The Weeknd. I love Bruno Mars, but it's honestly disrespectful to compare them to Michael Jackson. You can't. You like, bro, you DJ Newell bro. was on this. DJ Newell would be like, because DJ, you know how DJ Newell feels about Michael. That's his boy. He loves Michael Jackson. Yes. That's his boy. That's what made him really want to be yeah. an entertainer, too. Yeah, that's a great pick, man. Michael Jackson is definitely one of those staple guys. My number two is uh, it's a it's a personal one for me. I really lo- I really love her and everything she's done and the way she's grown up in the business. That's Raven Simone. Uh, I remember first watching Raven Simone as a little child on the Cosby Show, um, and as she grew up and then did arguably I'm not it's not arguably it's fact. Right, there's I don't you argue this. Not so Raven was the best Disney show. Period. There is no there's nothing there's close. But you ain't nothing. You can't tell me that was funnier than Raven Simone, like on That's a Raven. You can't tell me there was nothing funnier. And then you know, watching her and the way she grew up in the business and grew up to be her own woman, and then being back to Disney and creating Raven's home where she's a mother now. She's got two kids, which is just as funny as That's a Raven. Like that's very, very hard to do. Very few shows come back and are just as good and sometimes better. And they were missing key components. So, like, I love it. I love watching Raven Simone. She's incredibly funny. She's got a great vibe about her. Uh, she reminds me of my older sister, actually. Um, love Raven Simone, man. That's why she's my number two. Bro, man, you couldn't have had a better number two, honestly. Raven Simone, at one point, she was pissing me off, but I, like, because <laughs> she was saying some crazy stuff. But Raven Simone, we can't forget what Raven Simone's impact. Well, mainly for us, I think for, like, for this younger generation, like I would say, like between the ages of like maybe like eleven to like fifteen, they really don't know much about Raven Simone. But like, I would say from like seventeen on, we know who Raven Simone is. Like them, them early twenty, them early two thousand babies, like late nineties, early two thousand babies, we know who Raven Simone is, and she was on our TV screen, especially for the community. She, I think that's one of the most successful black shows ever. It's the definitely the most successful black show on Disney ever. And probably the, the like the funniest, yeah, definitely the funniest. Like, bro, like, bro, Raven Simone was straight funny, bro. Like, she had vision. She was psychic. Like, at the time, you know how cool that was to see a black girl be psychic. Like, yeah, a lot of people don't think about that. Like, the impact her show had at that time, and the way she was able to navigate herself through the industry, and come back. Like, and make Raven's home. Yes, bro, I love Raven's home. Yeah, like, good pick, bro. Your number two is. Uh, Spot on. Like, I like that one. At first, I w- I'm like, mm, but then I'm like, nah, Raven Simone, it, she that girl. My number one. I, oh, I, you have any honorable mentions? Oh, yeah. Let me get my honorable mentions out. And, bruh, my honorable mentions. First one, I'm going to go because I love her so much. She is one of my favorite entertainers right now. Issa Rae. Like, Issa Rae, she changed the way we look at black people, period, on television. Like, Insecure did it. And I know you haven't seen, I don't think you've started watching Insecure yet. It, yeah. But Insecure, when you watch it, she wrote she wrote black women and black men completely different. We've never seen anything like this, bro. And like she changed the narrative like of how mm. you write black people. Regina King, like you gotta put the king of Regina in honorable mentions. Like Regina King, she like like I don't I don't have to say anything else. It's Regina King. 
another person, a couple prayers more. Prayers to uh, prayers to Regina. And yes, and our family. Time. I'm like, I still can't believe that happened. Another honorable yeah. mention I want to put in there for y'all. Deputy Chairman Fred Hampton, like Fred Hampton, man. Y'all know how I feel about Fred Hampton. I'm surprised he didn't mm. make my list, but Fred Hampton, man. Like, I love Fred Hampton, like, so much. Like, of course, Martin Luther King. Like, yes, he's not on my list. He's not my number one, y'all. Martin Luther King, like, what he's done, what he did for us. I literally stay on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard here in Atlanta. Like, <laughs> MLK. Like, what more can you say? MLK. A couple other people. One couple more. I would definitely say, um, What's our boy? Tyler James Williams. Everybody mm. hates Chris. Like, Everybody hates Chris. And then another... Well, you already mentioned him, but we mentioned him early, but LeBron... No, Co- no Kobe. Mm-hmm. Kobe. That that I, I have nothing else to say. Kobe. Like, y'all know... Y'all already know. Kobe. <laughs> Those are my honorable mentions, but my number one is one of the most controversial, most polarizing figures ever in history, and that is none other than Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, the actual film I was thinking about from Spike Lee that was in my top three was Malcolm X. It wasn't, um, he's, mm. she's right, it's Malcolm X. Um, and the reason why Malcolm X is my number one, like, I think it was so interesting when I first heard of Malcolm X. I heard of him as this guy that white people were afraid of. Mm. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I never heard of people being, white people being, heard people were afraid of Martin Luther King. Or people were afraid of um oh guy, can't remember Fred, not 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 Hamilton not Hamilton. Jesus, what the man Huey Newton? I, yeah, Huey Newton, um the Black Panthers, the guy way back in the day, like oh, I I can't remember well, I can't Marcus remember. Garvey? Frederick Douglass, that's what I'm thinking of. Frederick Douglass. Wow. Marcus Garvey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, one, <laughs> I nah, but like yeah. I heard people were afraid of this guy. I said, what? White people were afraid of this guy? And I did, of course, I did research on him, heard, talked about him, heard about him in school, didn't hear all the history about Malcolm X in school. But when I really got to study him on my own, I wasn't a big fan at first because I was like, uh, he was a Muslim. Mm. Uh, I'm a Christian. I don't, <laughs> know, I don't know how I feel about that. The nation of Islam, eh. But... They're breaking away from the nation. Yeah. I looked past his religious beliefs, and I looked at the man he was, the father he was. Malcolm X, literally, black power, and I I would say this, I think Malcolm X was the, he was, if they didn't kill him, whoever killed him, I don't know, I don't, it's still that big thing, who killed Malcolm X, was it the nation, was it, it doesn't matter. Malcolm X, really, was, his plans he had to give black people freedom was absolutely powerful. He's the one that said, we need to stop trying to find freedom in America. Like, obviously, he was the one that, this isn't talked about a lot, but he was the one that really pioneered black globalization. Like, getting all black powers in the world together to fix this problem we had here in America. Going to the world world leaders and stuff, the um, United Nations, those people, those black people and those powers getting them mm-hmm. to help us. And that's another reason why he was killed. Like, Malcolm X, he he really was the the blueprint to getting... Him and MLK were the blueprints to getting us free. MLK just was a little bit different, obviously. But Malcolm X, he really... He, he was a guy that... He was just a guy that... He really definitely... Black power. Like, what it means to... Black power. Black excellence. My black is beautiful. 
MLK preached that. He he preached that too. But I would say Malcolm X was a better personification of that because he's more respected. And mm. MLK in his last days began to speak like Malcolm X. And that is not talked about enough. MLK was like, all right. MLK in his last days was like, y'all, y'all clearly, we never going to get freedom here. Just give us what we want. If y'all don't, we're going to take it by force. And of course, they was like, oh, we got to kill him now. So, like, Malcolm X inspired MLK. He inspired a lot of people. Stokely Carmichael, all those people. The list goes on. Malcolm X was that guy. And there will never be another Malcolm X. I agree with the pick. Malcolm X was a force. And I just love what I've learned about him, you know, with the films, uh, one in Miami. Um, I really love learning about that night with Muhammad Ali and how and, yes. and Jim Brown and Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, Malcolm X. Don't tell me the last person. Uh, and Sam Cooke. Sam and that night, how it literally kind of just sent ripples in history up from then on. And in just the way that, you know, even after he broke from the Nation of Islam and the way that he was like, hey, this is what this actually is. This is about what, what, how my people are being treated. You know, uh, really just at his time, a modern, a modern day Moses, you know, just like Martin Luther King was. But, you know, Martin, he was one of those guys who was like, hey, if they hit me, I'm hit back. You know, I'm hit him back. Um, so, uh, Malcolm X is definitely a pick. Uh, honorable, honorable mentions for me, um, I definitely have to mention Barack Obama, the first black president um, that told the nation, yes, we can. Um, went through an entire presidency with no scandals, didn't embarrass us, you know. Hey, you know, he, he, he did do a lot of people while he was in office? No. But um, he was the first. He broke a ceiling that hadn't been broken 43 times. So... Yeah. Uh, for 43 presidents for him, all white men, and here comes Barack Obama, uh, the first African American president. Uh, even though he was half black, but to me, still black. Um, his daddy black, he black, shit. exactly. Um, another politician I also mentioned Kamala Harris, you know, love her, hate her. She is, she is the first female vice president, and the first female vice president was a black woman, and I will always stand for that because. That's another ceiling. I love how when people like that, that, that's the first. I always like, I'm the first, but I'm not going to be the last. And Kamala Harris, based on how she acted, she could be the last, but uh, hopefully she's not the last. Um, other honorable mentions, I think that's it for me. Samuel L. Jackson, Morgan Freeman, Morgan. Uh, Martin Luther King. Um, uh, oh my God. Why am I, why am I like, losing his name? Uh, the author. Um, I'm not your Negro. Oh. Fuck. I am not your Negro? Oh, my God. You're talking about... Holy shit, I just forgot his name. Oh, my God. Bro, I'm looking at you, bro. I saw it literally jumped right out of my head. It's crazy, bro. Last time I talked to your mom, we was talking about him. Oh, my God. Whoa. How am I forgetting? James Baldwin. James Baldwin. James Baldwin. uh, James Baldwin Johnson. Um... Just another plethora of, of guys that I really enjoy. Damon Kalia, um, so many black women, man. Beyonce, uh, Rihanna. Congratulations on pregnancy. So many things. So many women and so many so many black people that I look up to. But my number one, man. And y'all, y'all going, y'all not gonna believe this from me, y'all. This is gonna be a surprise because y'all have heard me on so many episodes. Give this man nothing. I call this man everything but the child of God. But my number one is Tyler Perry. Because in so many, 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 many ways, I want to be the next Tyler Perry. 
of course it's gonna be the first Star Six fourth. But I want to I want to do what Tyler Perry's done for entertainment. Uh, Tyler Perry has built from the ground up one of the greatest entertainment empires of all time. Um, he's he's employed and put on so many people. One of my biggest dreams is to once I get on to bring all of my friends with me, bring in new creatives, bring in new people to to better eat and better you know get their names out there. And Tyler Perry has done that, man. The, the amount of people he's put on the map. Viola Davis, Idris Elba, Tamela and David Mann, um, Cassie um, Davis, uh, Taraji P. Henson, oh, uh, Boris Kojo. I mean, the list go Kiki Palmer. The list goes on. And, you know, in his movies, in his plays, you know, Medea is a staple in a lot of Black homes. Uh, I remember sneaking off and watching the plays for the first time. Funny plays of as hell, bro. And I've always loved, loved Tyler Perry's uh, plays. His movies and TV shows way left to be desired, but that's not the point right now. The fact that he's employed people. We're not even gonna, let's 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 talk about Tyler Perry Studios. The man quiet for a minute, and then, you know he built movie studios. And people use those studios now. They had some. They had Miss USA there, Miss Universe there, um, one year, a couple years. I think they've done it more than once now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's literally you can take the Disney lot, Paramount, and it was another big movie studio. And literally, they call sick of Tyler Perry's uh, lot in Atlanta. And Slick Rap, I know you've got history with that lot because you've been on. You've been there. I would love to see it, but just the sheer like grand that is Tyler Perry and things that he's done for the community cannot be uh like his movies don't define him you know acrimony will never define him. how much she got on that boat we don't know but it, <laughs> they won't define him because just what he's done and the amount of people that he's employed the amount of black people he's employed literally is what I want to do for five if you look at me Ty, what's the perfect example of what you want to do when you grow up I'm going to say Tyler Perry every time and I have to give you have to give a man his flowers. His movies suck, but you have to give Tyler Perry his flowers. And that's my number one. I like I completely agree. Like Tyler Perry, since I've been born, Tyler Perry's a staple. Like, and his plays will forever be goaded. Like when he did the farewell tour for Medea, I was so hurt when I couldn't get my ticket, bruh. Mm. Like I was in tears. I'm like, bruh. Cause I've seen most of his not or maybe all his plays. My mom, we had a whole DVD set. So when he came, when he was coming to town, I wasn't able to get in there. I was like, bruh, DJ Newell went to it. And he, he to this day, he talks about that farewell tour for Medea. And yeah, like, I've been to Tyler Perry Studios. I've worked at Tyler Perry Studios um, a couple of times for some movies. I can't say which ones because um, NDAs. But man, Tyler Perry is a staple and the people that lot is ridiculous like and he has he has stages in his studio at, at Tyler Perry Studios that's named after people like my like named after Cicely Tyson my guy Spike Lee on my list after named after um I think one's named after Halle Berry a stage is named after oh what's another one I can't remember there's so many of them and like man one person that he put on that we got that I can't forget is our girl China and McLean, bro. Like, bro. Yes, bro. And mm-hmm. he, bro, Tyler, man, Tyler Perry done put on so many people that we don't think about. Like, really, like, real talk. People don't know. It's so up. many, bro. Like, it's so many, dog. 
So many people have been put on by Tyler, and it's literally insane. But I'm you kind of I'm glad you kind of mentioned Dan um, McLean, but just like the future of black people, man. There's just so many bright stars and bright people that are coming up, man. Like Zendaya, R. Shahidi, Storm Reed, my the boy, my my guy from Snowfall. Um, there's just so many, so many young people that are really Marcy Martin that are really gonna take take the reins. Me, you, Shanua. DJ New Kid Kev, like the, the the people I'm watching and fam you, like so many people are gonna are but we gonna be all right. Kids gonna be all right. Chloe and Holly, we gonna be all right. We gonna be all right, bro. Can we just, bro? I just want to say this now, bro. I thank God for Chloe Bailey and Holly, bro. Me like, too. Me too. I'm like you said. I'm glad God created them. Oh, God. <laughs> broke broke the mold. <laughs> Y'all can't, y'all cannot say black, bro. No one can say black and beautiful. Look at them two. Just, just, bro. Black isn't beautiful. Come on now. Y'all don't like no. that picture of Will Smith. Another oh, honorable no. mention. You know that picture of Will Smith pointing at the thing like that. Yes. Chloe, yes. Zendaya, like story. Like I mean, black people just we just like that, bro. We we literally dominate everything we do. Cooking on lock. Sports on lock. Oh, oh, oh definitely sports Tech, on lock. Tech on lock. Everything on lock. That's us. Like we design, we like fashion on us, cosmetology on us, no, haircuts on us, dancing on us. Like, bro, come on! Like, we we beat us up. To be honest, we go get it back. Oh yeah, we like that, <laughs> bro. Yeah, man. But y'all, that has been our top five black heroes, man. That was a really fun episode. Um, it was like, it was the second one we recorded as recording this, but it's actually really fun. I'm glad we got to do this. Um, we love you guys. Let me catch me on the gram. Catch me on the gram. Sorry, catch me on Instagram at Cafeteria Talk Official. You catch me on Twitter at underscore Quattro. I, I say Cafeteria Talk. I feel, I'm tired, y'all. I'm sorry. Let me start over. You can catch us on catch me on Instagram at Quattro IV with the P between the C and the U. Catch me on Twitter at Quattro underscore Quattro IV. You can catch me on Instagram slick with C underscore Rob two Bs underscore on Instagram. Yes, sir. Beautiful, beautiful. And me and Fly Guy Ty are working diligently on season two of Brackets and B-Rolls where we'll be ranking and seeding psychological thrillers, man. I'm having a lot of fun watching the movie for this. I can't wait for y'all to hear that. Um, also, check out, check us out, um, Muse Tallahassee. If you're in the Tallahassee area, Muse Tallahassee is a 5013C nonprofit organization that brings together uh, all the arts in a multi- media fashion we love doing it man we just got our um we'll be moving into our brand new office tomorrow um i'm excited we got big things coming um slip up anything before we get up out of here oh so as y'all know as we've recorded this tom brady has retired y'all we will be yeah. having time we'll, we'll be having a tom brady fan love here soon but one thing i will tell y'all this bro tom brady told lamar jackson he's next and I don't know why he did that, but okay. I love seeing that from like a like, like as a black athlete, like as like seeing that Tom Brady one that of probably true. the greatest of all time telling a black man you're next up. Considering we have all these other QBs, Tom Brady yeah. looks at Lamar as the next. Literally, guy. Joe Burrow was right there, but he still said Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I will respect that. Like if Tom Brady says you're next, I love seeing that, and I can't wait to see what happens. But 
I thought that was so cool, but yeah. I would be mad. I'd be like, the pressure. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Like, that's you a- like the pressure, bro. Like, so now Lamar comes back next year off of a knee injury, by the way, and gets, like, destroyed in, like, the first round of the playoffs. All the headlines. Tom, I thought Tom Brady said you was next. I guess not. Tom Brady said you was next. Tom Brady. <laughs> Look, all Lamar need to do, hey, bro, he's going to have to go to a different team if you want to do that. But, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. But, yeah, man. Y'all black is beautiful. Big bad, big That's bad. all I have and one more thing as of recording this. Is, this episode actually comes out uh, a couple weeks after this happened, but um, I'm going to make sure I say her name correctly because it is kind of hard. Hold on. Chelsea Christ, um, her death was announced a few days ago as of recording this um, after she committed suicide. Uh, from jumping off her high rise uh, building, and you guys just like if you need help, reach out, man. If you need somebody, need to talk to somebody, go do that. You know, you are not alone in the world. You may feel that way, but you're not. Um, yeah, it was really crazy. I remember like when when Chelsea won uh, Miss USA in 2019, and yeah. it was the year that literally Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, Miss Universe, um, Miss. Miss Teen, Miss something. It was like all five of the major uh, pageants in, in the world were all African American. We're all, we're all uh, black, and it was um, she was Miss USA of 2019, and you know it was just really sad. I, I had a lot of people posting about it and talking about it, and and it's just one of those things like you really, you literally would not have known until yeah. you know knew. So you know, guys, just you know, talk to each other and you know, try to lift it. We love you guys. Let's get out of here, bro. Cafeteria Talk, we are out. Cafeteria Talk.